0: And welcome to another edition of Thoughts of the Roundtable
1: with me, Matt Rebar. And my name is Paul Laux. And we're just blowing out your ears right now. And I gotta say, man, I was thinking about this all day today. I what? wanted to talk to you about this. Welcome to fall.
0: Oh, Finally. yes. Dude, final season, pumpkin season. Because,
1: um last week well technically it's been fall for like what like a month now september 23rd yes but uh, it, it we're here in cleveland and for the last week it was what like 90 some degrees december
0: or not december jesus october 1st mm-hmm. it was like 90 degrees yeah it was a record yeah. breaking so
1: actually. now welcome to uh han solo season is that like to call sweater it? season do you, get what I, do you get that the han solo season have you seen that recently no, how girls dress with the uh, the vests and the high boots and the black Shut leggings, up. and so they look exactly like Han Solo. I love that. We're gonna have <laughs> so, to do some um, pictures and uh, describe them. But more. I have officially heard uh, someone say my mo- the most annoying thing ever. Yes, which is I enjoy Ohio for the seasons. Who said I that? that. I, who I've said heard that, that so
0: many times lately. Well, listen, there's a couple reasons to like Ohio, but the seasons is not one of them.
1: Well, my family is huge in uh, living in like the desert. I swear to God we'd be like a cult, Oh yeah, you love cactuses. In the I yeah, yeah, cacti, my friend. Oh. We'll and see. so I was talking to, I think it was about a week ago, I forgot who it was, but um, I was talking about how, oh, it was my, I have a friend in town who's from Arizona, mm-hmm. and um, I was talking to him about it. I was like, yeah, I've always wanted to move out there. And he was like, well it's not all it's cracked up to be because trust me, 110 for like four months on end does does get old. And i somebody who was with us said, Yeah, but Ohio we get all the seasons. I'm like, bitch, who wants like 10 feet of snow? Listen, when the seasons are good in Ohio
0: they're good. Like the foliage, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like the light snow, cute. Right. You know, when it's a nice summer day or a nice sunny day, like, yeah, perfect. But like you also
1: get those extremes, like last week, 90 degrees on October 1st. September right, right, decades. right. And the transition times, you always get sick, mm-hmm. like when you're fall going into winter. Oh, yeah. You I try do. to oh. remain staying in the shorts like my dumb asses, then you get sick. Mm-hmm. Or then you're spring going into, or winter going into spring, mm-hmm. then you try to bust out the, the light clothes too early and you get sick again. Mm-hmm. So this is just me ranting. Also, I'm not excited to look for, you See? know, plowing 10 feet of snow. Oh, yeah, right.
0: The thing about the weather is like okay, no volcanoes, minimal earthquakes, no hurricanes, right? No, yeah. Like minimal tornadoes. That was actually like, something I brought up too. No like, flooding. Here in
1: the Midwest, we were like the safest part. Of, yeah. Of, oh, which speaking of, there was an article that came out about a week ago, and a mm. huge thing now was all the uh, the climate change, you know, stuff mm. like that. And I forgot who did it, but it was some um, some university, and they found like the perfect place in the in the country. To avoid um global any, warming effects. N- like any really major effects of mm-hmm. global warming. Which is. Where do you think? I'll give you one guess. <sighs> I'm just gonna shoot. I'm just gonna go with that. I'm gonna say like South Dakota. It's in the Midwest. It's the upper peninsula of Michigan. Really? And they said that is the best spot to avoid like the major effects. And why is that? It's kind of like in this latitude and longitude where like and the the geographic area of it where the Great Lakes aren't going to be s- obviously the glaciers melting, but that's like something that's like extreme climate yeah. change when it gets to that point. But like it's pretty much nestled in this area where it's it's not going to be run over by oceans. It it doesn't really have the you know hur- uh, hurricanes, earthquakes, yeah, volcanoes, any of that crap. And it's got a kind of like a, it's cold as hell. Yeah, but it's got like a temperate. Climate overall. So, if you want to avoid it, go to the Upper oh. Peninsula of Michigan.
0: For all those who are preparing for the apocalypse and listen to Thoughts of the Roundtable with Matt Rebar and Paul Locks, <laughs> then
1: it's a great, time. a great place to survive the apocalypse too, because no one's really around yeah, it'd be there. Very
0: peaceful, you know.
1: I also saw this thing where. Um, the nuclear ten percent <laughs> of people have a zombie apocalypse uh plan in place. Really? Yeah. I don't. But I don't. then I thought about it, I was like, what defines plan? Because mine technically is I don't care. I don't want to live through that, so you yeah. do whatever you want. But that's gonna be intense.
0: I feel like you know what? I feel like I would be Totally down to butcher zombies. Like once I'd have to get like a
1: taste for it. But. It depends on the zombies. Are we talking about the really fast, strong ones? Or Are you talking about no. the zombies one?
0: in? We got zombies
1: t- in general are slow, right? They're slow to react. Well, but then there's what is the the, the one that's on uh, Netflix right now? That huge one. I forgot what it's called. Oh,
0: eye zombie is that what
1: going on? <laughs> No, it's like I Amazon.
0: Like, wait, are you for real? Oh, are you talking about? Is it Black Friday or
1: Uh, something? Black Summer.
0: Black Summer. Those are fast. Listen, listen. I started it, but only watched the first two episodes, and something came out. Oh, I started watching Game of Thrones.
1: What's the one with the Z? Oh, I, I think it's iZombie, too. No, I don't know. I, there's no iZombie. But uh, those are fast zombies in that show. Mm-hmm. And you can get effed up, because I'm not a fast guy. i got yeah. bad knees. I'm going to be taken out immediately. Oh, stop it. The bad knees. There's a local comedian who, um, Mike Polk Jr., yes i've seen he, him live he was uh, in one of his sets that i saw he has actually the greatest idea for a zombie apocalypse he goes screw it he goes i'm just gonna be a zombie he's like but what i want to do is like i want to become like the juggernaut of zombies he's <gasps> like so what i'm gonna do is like put on all this armor and then douse myself with gasoline and then get bit he goes so then when i become a zombie i'm gonna be like this armored clad zombie that when you shoot just sets on fire <laughs> that is messed up what <laughs> if you just look for high ground can like zombies successfully climb I, it depends on the zombies, because remember the the um, uh, the that movie with Brad was it Brad Pitt. These um, oh yeah yeah yeah. You remember the, they're um, climbing that retention wall. Yeah. Um. It's I don't on know. the book. Oh my god, that's the one with the Z. We yeah. gotta figure. We got well when when it
0: happens. We World just War teams. Z. But, that's what yeah. There is. you go. When the zombie apocalypse, if it happens, you just gotta like find the weakness. Like a, like every different zombie, they have a weakness. Like some can't swim, some can't yeah. climb, and whatever that is, we just have to exploit it.
1: it yeah. Whatever that. it is. But um, how do we get from going from the fall season to...
0: I don't know, because when I think of fall, I think of pumpkin spice lattes and zombies.
1: What do you do? Do you like fall? What do you, how do you prepare?
0: Well, I do because I'm a Libra. I'm a, I have my what birthday. does that have to
1: do with anything? Because
0: October, baby. I'm an October baby. I love October. I'm
1: a November baby. Yeah. By don't the way, you... happy birthday was a couple thank days you. ago. I texted Yesterday. you and you didn't really respond. I did. I said thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, but then you
0: texted me something about business. I'm like, we don't need to deal with business today. Okay, but like, you know me. Business is everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, people are like, oh, you can separate the personal from the business. I mean, no, it's all one thing for me. It's like, like, hey, great, I'm doing great, and I'm you know, thinking of you by the way. Blah, 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 blah. That's me. You know, to, to. <laughs>
1: all right. Do you want to move on to the not the news yes, news? Yes, not because the I, news I news with ones. Paul. What's going on? Uh well, first of all, do you ever have you ever be on, I need you, okay, to be honest with you, have you ever considered yourself a social media influencer? Oh God, no! Because I've never I, been that guy.
0: I gag at the
1: idea. Because I did see you post something on Facebook yesterday about like dates of when you're doing stuff, Okay, which I was like bored on. Like, okay, eh. here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's like I get photoshopped. Asked, I do and get edited.
0: asked by people like, oh, like because I do a lot of different things. Yeah, you're not... known around Cleveland. I'll give you. that. Okay, known around. Let's let's call. let <laughs> 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 I'm known by like three people in Cleveland. I have been doing. I've been hosting trivia nights, so I do that twice a week now. And I've also been flirting a little bit with um what have I been flirting with? Oh, stand-up. I've been doing stand-up. And there's a couple other things that are, are being worked on right now that are in the books that I don't want to talk about because Is it a book? Um well I mean I've written books, but no, um one of them is in the film realm and one of them's gonna be in more event hosting. So there's just like a lot going on. People will be like, oh, realm. like blah blah blah. Like so I, I wanted to try and do a cute way of like not be like, hey, look at me, but just like, hey, here's some stuff that I'm doing. You know, like I'm doing – in the next couple months, I'll be doing a lot of shows for stand-up and for trivia. This and just
1: sounds like a long explanation about why you're not a media influencer. I be, Well, because like, here's, think here's the thing. I
0: I just – I don't want to influence people in the sense of like, oh, oh buy this be, product. Oh, or, okay, okay, I get like, that. oh, you have to be like this. If anything, I want to be like an entertainer, and I think – that's more of, like, my wheelhouse. Oh, man. Also, random. We can talk about this later. My Myers-Briggs personality changed. How does that change? Well, I retook the test, and I went from being an ENFJ to an ENFP.
1: I forgot what I was. I'd have to do that again. Oh, my God.
0: Next time on Thoughts of the Run. We can go ahead yeah, and do no, it next time.
1: Yeah, let's – why don't we do this? Take the test, and then next time we'll Yeah,
0: well, this. I have to read more about the new personality test I am. I think I have a theory of why it changed over the last three or four All years. Right. We'll talk next I'll week. take
1: mine in the next episode. We'll, we'll go into On the, the next
0: episode, episode of Thoughts of the Roundtable. So anyways, back anyway, to the social to media
1: influencer. First no, of all,
0: I hate the word. I hate the word.
1: I hate those people, to be honest. Yeah. It's and, like young
0: professional. Yeah. I hate the, the word young who, professional. The people who
1: talk about are the people who have like a thousand followers. It's like it's not that big of a deal. But finally, this airline fought back. Oh, this yeah. is great. It was over in uh, Europe. They handle shit differently. They really do. And sometimes I can't knock their game. And so there was a... Um, a I've never really heard of this airline, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> this guy went onto the onto the plane. Yeah, he had bought his bought, uh, bought a seat, and claimed he was a social media influencer. Oh he was God. in coach. He was like in the back, or whatever. Yeah, and he demanded they upgrade him for free because he's Jeez. a social media influencer. Now, what do you think their reaction was to this? And they're like, sir, we just want to serve salty peanuts. And Either one. And fly to I'll give you I'll give you a couple options. Okay, okay, okay. One. They just didn't give it to him, and he flipped out and got arrested, okay? Okay. Two, they gave it to him, okay? Mm -hmm. Three, they banned him for life. Which one did they get? Which one happened? I'm going to go with he flipped out and got arrested. Nope, he got banned for life. Are you serious? (laughs) Just from inquiring? They banned his ass for life because he started started yelling at the ticket agents that he was a social media influencer and and deserved to be upgraded for free. So they canceled his ticket and banned him for life. Wow. <laughs> that
0: is edgy.
1: I respect that. Do you part. knock that ga- I would I'm oh I would fly in the airline so many times now because of that. Oh yeah. Well, oh my god. Here's
0: you know what reminds me of? There's a South Park episode where everyone in town's a Yelp reviewer.
1: I don't watch South Park that much. I feel like I
0: should. Well, it's this is a great episode because it makes fun of, like, everyone's like, yeah, I'm a food reviewer. And they're like everyone in town's posting to Yelp. Yeah, yeah. And so the businesses strike back, but then the Yelp people get pissed because they're like, I'm an influencer, I'm an influencer. And so it basically ends with, like, this mockery of, like, okay, like, everyone needs to calm down. Like, it's different if, like, we're all on Yelp, right? But then when we take it to this point where we're like, look how influential I am. It's like, dude, no. Like, here's what I think of what I do as, like, like Jimmy Kimmel's influential, yeah. not your dumbass. The thing is like I – you know, people are always like, oh, well, you post a lot about yourself. I'm like, I like to do things. I like to do this podcast with you. Yeah. I do the sitcom podcast. I like to do stand-up and host trivia and make projects and release music and whatever else I'm doing. I, I just like to create things. And I'm glad just to be able to be like, oh, here it is. And if a couple people like it, great it and whatever. So I don't know. I, I don't like people who – Say that, oh, I'm an influencer, but they don't have content. At least I have content. Yeah, I wanted to claim that, like, yeah, I'm influencing people. It's like, okay, well, he's doing things. There's some people that it's just like, here's a
1: photo of me on the plane, and like, that's
0: what, what is that influencing?
1: You know, there's actually companies that have popped up that will help, like, specifically, like restaurants Mm -hmm. fight bad Yelp reviews. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because let's be honest, Yelp reviews in restaurants are only the only time you're doing that is when you had a bad time
0: yeah that's well, why that, when I see like a, a one out of five
1: it's like uh, but like here's the, the truth the too to like
0: how how many times have you used Yelp to seriously decide where you're going I've never used
1: um, I, I actually I have okay. I do I do I will admit I do look at it when I'm like I, I flew to you I was in Utah mm-hmm. earlier this year in Salt Lake City and I use that as a tool to guide yeah. see to me idea. When mostly I'm, for prices though. okay yeah. I
0: mostly for prices I was prices. gonna say when we're in, like, let's say we're in Columbus and, you know, we're like, where do we want to go? I either call friends or text from, well, I don't call. I'm not like going to do it with friends. the place
1: around here I know. Well. I have mean, never been to Utah, so I'm like, well, let's see what the general. I mm-hmm. thought. Of but I'll, I'll go on Google Maps and I'll, I'll search that way. And the, you know what? Really, for me, it's
0: the food and the, like, the pictures of the food and then the price. Mm-hmm like i'll look at the pictures and the
1: pictures look bad it's like oh that's the term. Well, the neighborhoods sometimes i've been to some not- well no because i was in st louis and i went to this place in the hood but damn it it was the best philly cheesesteak i ever had in my well life.
0: you know what it is, you know how people are like oh don't judge a book on its cover i think that's the biggest malarkey ever it's like a good book cover might convince me to read the book right a bad book cover like ooh especially because there's just so many books these it's days just natural. there's so many restaurants just if just you natural. have bad photos of your food like, there's a restaurant right next to me that's going to have The good one thing photos. that bugs
1: me, if you're a restaurant, please put your, your menu on a website. Please. Yeah. Also, don't be that restaurant that puts a menu on the website, but it conveniently doesn't have the prices on it. Don't be that. Yeah, I don't like and that even either. If it's like, and usually, it's restaurants that are, like, not that expensive. Yeah. Like, a $10 burger, which is average. And they still don't put it it's on just there. just going to business,
0: just, like, helping small restaurants have their Weebly.com websites. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I could set
0: these up. Maybe yeah, I'll do easy. that. Let's see. Oh, man, you should freelance. There you go. Anyway, tell me more not in the news news.
1: Have you ever been to jury duty? Gotten called for it? I haven't, and I want to go so bad. I got called. I've only been called one time. And mm-hmm. I had this argument with my family the other day because they're like, I'm not going to vote anymore because I don't do jury duty. I'm like, it goes by. Oh, I was my like, God. well, first of all, it goes by your driver's license now, not your voting record. So you're still into yeah, it. Yeah. But, um, I I got called for jury jury duty once a Dead Winter. It wasn't that bad? I ended up putting on a trial that was a six day trial. Are you Cerise? Well, here's what this was what happened. It's actually kind of a funny story. Oh my God. So, I've known a bunch of people who have gone to jury duty, mm-hmm. and they even tell you your chance of getting called are pretty minimal. Like, there's that's, that's like the thing much. though. Like, I've never got called, and there's people who like get called every other day. Yeah. Well, what is that? I, I don't know. Because you can't. Once you go, you can't get go for another two years. They won't draw you for another. two Really? Years. Who are they drawing then? I, shouldn't I have been called by now? Like I've had my license. I was eighteen. Like this is like going on to, My brother went like seven years. A long, long, long time without. He's, Gosh. I uh, wanna be called, I really do. So I got called to go to jury duty, and I've known a bunch of people who've gone, and like I said, your chance of getting out of trial actually aren't that high, because nine out of 10 times, they'll settle settle out of court. Well, what they do is, and this is the
0: sociologist to me, they will stack the charges up, Mm -hmm. and they'll be like, well, do you have a possibility of being convicted on all six of these charges, life with no parole? Or you settle for the 20. Yeah. And for people who are like definitely guilty, it's like, okay, they're like, okay, I will take the 20. And But it also sucks because like if there are people who are innocent or maybe like someone did commit one crime, but they're being stacked up with these other crimes. That's what I don't like. Charge like, stacking is
1: a thing. I, oh, yeah.
0: It, well, it's designed to make you plea. That's mm-hmm. what it's designed yeah. to do. And that to me, like it's like, okay, if someone did kidnap and steal and do this and do this. Yeah, that's applicable. But if someone like did one thing and then you're stacking them just because they're in the relative hood of each other, right that I feel like is unethical
1: Side note. did you see uh, uh, Brendan Dassey apply for clemency? Oh God,' in the state of Wisconsin? He? Oh, he's not gonna get it though, is he? It depends on the governor. I, it's all political though. I don't know. Because you're gonna know. have
0: half the people in Wisconsin who are like, yeah, set him free The, other the only half,
1: problem so. with that is that that's admitting your guilt he's not guilty. That's the problem. Clemency is, is basically saying, okay, I did this, but I feel like I've done enough time. That's basically what clemency is. I know. But, I mean, at that point, it's so, that is I a rough know. situation. Well, they've run Did out- you
0: watch Making a Murderer Part 2? Yeah, I wasn't as big of a fan. I didn't watch it, but I listened to a podcast that covered it, it was which okay. was kind of funny because like they kind of had fun with it a little bit. And it just, to me, it's like, how do you watch all of this as just like,
1: a person or even connect to the case and not be like, dude, well, there's I'm nothing. If, if I'm not mistaken, the what, the main prosecutor of um, Stephen Avery's in, uh, he's in prison now, I think. Or at least he got in a lot of trouble for. The um, old one? Yeah, the old, that Kratz guy. I think oh, he Kratz. Ken Kratz. He talks like this? Yeah. yeah. Because he. Um, he's like, we think that he's pretty he, guilty. Yeah, that guy. He had sex with witnesses. Yes, people. Well, what he was doing was, like this is terrible. Wasn't he sending like sexing people? He or was sexing
0: people who like, he was basically like putting away like an abused husband. Yeah. Or like an abusive yeah. husband of this girl and was like, don't you like Don't you like hanging out with the- like that's his voice. Yeah. Don't you like hanging out with the prosecutor? Like I'm so hot, blah, blah blah. Like I'm such a bad boy. And then
1: also um I think it was Brendan's defense attorney. was like the shittiest defense attorney oh, ever. Oh no, like, his defense broke attorney it down was like, like oh, "Oh, sweetie,
0: like you did it, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, I'm on a tangent.
0: So anyway, actually that would be a really good stand-up piece, the gay defense attorney.
1: Your honor, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: so let me finish my uh, my jury duty okay. story. So yeah, I get called in so i go in monday morning to do the to do jury duty and literally the first case they draw i'm on it
0: really first
1: one like i was sitting down i like i had my laptop my book set up i was like i'm not gonna get called all day i think i was just gonna sit there for two days and go home mm-hmm. literally the first one i was picked Really. Oh, yeah. so then they have to go through the jury selection i was gonna say they're like are was, you gonna be
0: biased against whatever
1: Rap, it's nuts like this was a domestic um, dispute, domestic dispute, and a sexual assault oh, case. Gosh. The, it was crazy because all the jurors are sitting next to each other. Yeah. I, I'm not. I am not making this up. Oh, they, people will be they, very they, honest. They, they go, go through and ask, and I, the prosecutor looked each one of the and was like, "Have you ever been raped?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Like you just asked that in front of like, yeah, da- it's like you and you got to answer. It's like,
0: yeah, damn. Well, because the the the, the sad truth is what they'll say is, oh, well. You're too close to the case if you have been sexually assaulted mm-hmm. because like you're gonna automatically assume or right. they'll do that with it, which is just like okay, but there's plenty of people who are gonna be biased even if they have you know what I mean. They're gonna yeah. be biased no matter X or Y. Yeah. So it just so it's it's rough, man. Because they'll take what 120 of you and then they'll narrow no. it down to 12 or no
1: no no no, no. they take um, I think they took uh, 16 and t- down to 20 or da- 16 down to 12. They could only get rid of two each. Oh, that's so. So you, they didn't care about you. They thought you were a good bet for both sides. Yeah, well, the problem was is they they excused the person on my right and left. Oh. They liked my dumbass for some reason. They were like, he seems like he'll vote with the others. And long, long story short, six day trial. Mm-hmm. We acquitted the guy. He ended up not doing really because she admitted that she had made the whole thing. It's Which in, that's long another story. frustrating thing is long that
0: story. People are like, we have a huge problem in this country where we don't believe victims. Mm -hmm. The truth of the matter is 94% of people are telling the truth. It's mm-hmm. that 6% that looks bigger than what it truly is. And what's even more funny is across all crime, people who lie, it's the same 6% of cases. And it, 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 it was Like if you were to lie was, about your laptop being yeah. stolen, that you'd be in that 6% of people who lie. Yeah. So like we just have this huge mis-thought that like, oh, there's so many.
1: Well, it was clear this was, and I feel bad saying anything like this, but it was clear it was just people who were just kind of troublemakers. Like you could kind of tell it was just those who are always, their rap sheets were 20 pages long and it was just kind of, it was a mess.
0: But anyways, it's just a shame because like that one story will, you know, you'll have people on that journey who are like, well now I don't believe victims.
1: Well, it wasn't anything like that. It was like, it, the, the sexual assault was like a urination thing. Like she said, like he had like dumped a gallon of pee on her, and that oh, was wait, con- a gallon of pee. Yeah, he said. She said. What kind of yeah. Yeah. and that story was is that this? was considered a sexual assault. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, so that's what it was. And but who saves a gallon of their pee to dump on someone for revenge? She, it was actually her pee, and she dumped it on herself. That's what it ended up. It was really weird. Oh, it was my a God. really
0: really weird case. So no, I haven't done jury duty, but so I that's want what, to. Yeah,
1: I'm, well, I'm nine ready. out of ten times, I think they're like most like. Um, asbestos and building cases like that, yeah. or like rent crap. Like that's a lot. What it is? They're gonna grill me. They'll be like, "We
0: have uh, evidence of you in this podcast saying that you uh, believe the system's corrupted. Is that true?" And I'll be like,
1: "Well, <laughs> to darn. be honest, I'm not. I'm to be honest. Like watching the whole like court system play out, it was pretty cool, and it made me actually have like confidence in like the Cleveland judicial system. See, like, it was mean, really kind of cool. And yeah. like when I interned
0: out, at the drug court, it made me." Definitely feel better. There are people working on behalf of the system. Mm-hmm. There are people who believe, you know, like nonviolent drug offenders deserve rehabilitation. They don't deserve to be in prison. Right. And, you know, the idea that there is perspective to some of these cases, that it's not yeah. always black and white, that it's not always innocent and guilty or what have you. and But at the same time, there are some people who use the system for their own personal Jack off.
1: Yeah, but it was pretty cool to see how streamlined and like I love. I love the judge. She was she was awesome. I, dude, I love strong whoa, females whoa. in
0: anything. Well, like the, the judges, <clears throat> stand up comedians, like I'm like you are a strong
1: woman, and I love it. I'm here. No, for she it. she didn't take shit. And it was awesome. And then ironically, she was up for a re-election like the next month. I was like, hell yeah, I'm voting for you. Vote for her. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so going back to the original original yeah. story, there was a guy. Uh, round here, actually, who he he slept in accidentally on a second day of trial. He was yeah, and he got
0: 10 days. 10 days in prison. <laughs> but apparently this is the same judge I've seen stories. This is, this judge is, like, terrible. Like, he sentenced a 16-year-old kid for, like, I don't know what the crime was, but basically to life. And, like, we're trying to move away. From, like, it's like the, a murder? I don't know if it was even a murder, but... Even if it was a murder, a 16-year-old kid, it's like, dude, for life, no parole? I thought there was
1: laws against that. There,
0: Well, they're supposed to be. I don't know if it's state or federal. They're trying to – Well,
1: but it's, mentally- the same,
0: but it's the same thing with Edna Syed from Serial. He was sentenced when he was technically 17 or the crime he committed yeah. when he was 17. And he's still life with no parole. And it's like, well, hello. There,
1: there is a – I haven't kept up with it. It was earlier this year. There's a 10-year-old in Wisconsin who's charged with first-degree murder, a 10-year-old. Was that the one with the fret like she killed a, she killed a infant in daycare? Oh god. Cuz it was crying
0: and she just didn't know how to handle it or was it, do they think it's more so so like psychopathic? I, I they,
1: they well it's been hung up in courts cuz they literally have no idea what to do with it it's like because technically I guess in Wisconsin like first degree murder it's like it's basically life without parole but it's, it's like, a child but it's a te- well that's why they they like yeah. they're like but do you do you go to juvenile it's like this is a horrific thing it's like yeah, do you blow it off in juvenile and set that precedent or do you push it forward like they just have like literally no
0: you no put her in juvenile and you get her the help she needs and you know, then you release. I mean, there's some cases though that they'll keep the kids. You know, they're 16, 15. They'll keep them in juvie, in detention, until they're 24, or 25. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, depending on the crime, okay,
1: maybe. But like, even that feels like, shoot, man. I
0: don't know. There's like, some
1: stick. That's why I could never be a judge. I, I would ne, I could never do it. You, I'd be like up all night, mm-hmm. like thinking, like, damn, did I like do this right or yeah. think about this right?
0: I started reading this book and then I stopped because um, I thought it was so. It was this book called The Psychopath Test and I just couldn't get into it because the, the author is a journalist who also reads, it was an audiobook. and I just couldn't get into it and I just found him a little pompous for my taste but the part I listened to it, it, he interviewed this guy who is in a UK mental prison oh, sorry right. about that messages um, this guy's in a UK mental prison and he, can, he pled out insanity he was told to plead out insanity mm. he's not insane or claims not to be insane right. uh, he lied so he's like, okay He's been in the insane asylum for 12 years. That's hard to get insane. And the insane they don't believe him. They're like, "No, you're just lying. You're crazy. You're oh insane." God.
1: And it's just inter- it's just interesting to crime think about. crime podcasts like, and like crime stories get me just anxious. I know, like I can't I get like can you have you ever thought about just like just think about for a second, like if something happened today and tomorrow you have to spend the rest of your life in prison. Just think about that.
0: Well, that's why like people are like, oh, you could get convicted for anything. And I'm like, honestly, I'm so busy that like it's hard. Like I'm not one of those people who could be like, oh, here's pockets of time that like I was home alone. Like, you know me. I'm always yeah. running around. So like I feel really confident that like, God forbid someone tries to frame me for something. It's like, dude, I was at work. Well, it's or- something,
1: anything, some something can happen at trivia night that someone could. Who that's knows? That's true. You never know. Anyways, let's bust this topic. to get some of your... Uh, not the news news, my dudes.
0: Okay, let's see what I got. Okay. This says, Aunt would like to impose a deadline on niece's overlong summer visit. Dear Carolyn, I agreed that our niece could st- stay with us over the summer with my husband. Now, Samantha, recent college graduate, she stayed with us before, um, but, you know, not permanently, but now it's, you know... We have, Now, she and her husband, they have two kids in high school and middle school. School's back in session, obviously. Samantha has a low-paying part-time job looking for full-time considering graduate school. Samantha wants to stay until she, quote, gets on her two feet. But, like, her parents don't live in the States. She could easily rent a room with her peers. Like, why does she have to live with us? It's been over three months. We've been gracious. This girl, like, she's not doing anything to help. Like, it's not even about the money or space. It's just, like, we're being responsible for this young adult. Like, it just feels like this girl is having a summer vacation at the house. Is she working? Uh, part-time, but not full-time. And she's not really... It seems like she's not doing much to help around the house. And Carolyn's like, well, a deadline's not rude. It's your home. You could just say, no, please, you can't stay indefinitely. Um, you know, and maybe you got to be honest and direct. Like, we've enjoyed getting to know you, but we just need to get our household back on it's routine. And Samantha and uh, Carolyn says, well, it should, it's it's kind of weird that Samantha isn't driving or helping with the cooking or, you know, maybe even errands. Uh, you, you think that if she could, like, provide some needs for you and like while you host that you'd think that that would be great but mm-hmm. I, why is that disconnect there mm-hmm. like it would be great if she could be a part-time nanny or even just help out with some of the chores if she can't pay rent mm-hmm. and I agree it's like if I am like hey I need a place can I stay here for a week or two it's like okay just calm and courteous but like if you're spending a couple months it's like maybe you should pick that up a little slack you know yeah, I would be yeah, very yeah, queen
1: and Anything. Get, get
0: some blizzards for everybody.
1: There's that fine line of like being a guest and being a nuisance.
0: Have you ever been in a situation where you have pulled into the nuisance line? What do you mean? Like Like you've gone over for a party and then you're like, oh, I'm being- oh, a nuisance. Um or- even staying at like someone's place I don't know I feel like I get very aware I mean I, I,
1: no because like I said I think I'm very aware the only time I could think of maybe is like when you're a kid at a sleep, for a sleepover mm. or something like that and then well, you kids stay are kids, then though. you stay till like 5pm the next day yeah, maybe like I want apple juice I want apple juice but other than no because I'm very I think I'm very at least I think yeah. I'm very self aware of these things mm-hmm. because I've had people become a nuisance in my house yeah so
0: um, ready for the next one yeah. This one, okay, it's Dear Abby and <sighs> Abby, you fail me again. I just, I, I can't sometimes with Abby. She gets, she, she just. You've been over too because last week you didn't like her either. If well, I can't remember. She's very hit and miss. She either is like, yes, on the nose, or she's like out of the park. Right. It's like, I'd rather you just be consistently giving me grounders than like pop fly and, a, mm. you know, a grand slam. Ooh, look at me with my baseball lingo. Aren't you proud of me? I am. Um, my father died three years ago. My parents were both close to his younger brother and his wife. Now, for the past two years, I have suspected that my mother and my uncle have been having an affair. They live in different states, and they text a lot. She's left her phone open, and the comments back and forth are very sexual. Ooh. I became suspicious when my uncle came to visit, and my uncle and my mom took a trip together overnight. Um, my mom asked me not to say anything about the trip that they had taken in front of the wife. So the oh uncle's God. wife... My mom, basically, she's been locking the phone, she has us worried, like, it's just weird. And the last time my aunt and uncle were over, mom tried everything she could do to get my uncle alone. And I tried as hard as I could do not to let that happen. I feel like my aunt needs to know what's going on. I'm not sure how to approach this, you know. My father had an affair once, so mom should know that this would hurt my aunt. What should I do? Oh my god. This is, verbatim, Abby's comment. What you should do is take a giant step back, do not involve yourself in this potential mess, and do not be the bearer of bad tidings to your aunt. If you're going to talk to anyone, talk to your mother. I kind of agree
1: with that. I'm kind of, on, I kind of, I kind of no. think. No,
0: right. Well, here's the thing. I do agree. Don't talk to the aunt. Go to the mom first. Yeah. But like, Abby's blown this off. This has been a
1: two-year-long affair. No, you don't need to get yourself involved with that. Absolutely not. You wouldn't confront your mom on that? Uh, like, what are you doing? Uh, probably not. If I'm being totally honest. I would confront i don't think i would i'm not a very confrontational person though. i'm not either i don't want like it's not like i would like, here's like
0: if it was like oh someone stole the cheese that's I, okay who cares but right? i need, not i wouldn't need that shit in my life but it's just not
1: healthy for anybody i i don't know like yeah but it's, it's also you know what is that famous saying not your circus not your monkeys like just forget about it what <laughs> not my circus not my monkeys okay
0: i'm writing that down because that might need to be the episode title <laughs> not my circus not my monkeys I, you know what I have a very functional loving caring amazing mom so like I can't imagine being in this position but just kind of a, painting myself a picture I, I just don't think I could be around that I just think it's so messed up yeah I would just avoid it like the plague I really would you know like I'd be like deuces like I don't want to talk to you I don't want to deal with you like that. It's See, when I get so... into things like
1: that, I tend to just to cut things off. Like if you were to go rogue like this, I would just cut what, you off. What the
0: worst thing too is like my she says my father had an affair, one so my mom should know like how this plays out, how this goes. It's like, are you serious, man? And I don't know. Maybe it's just losing your husband. And but were they close? Like maybe you what? should
1: just start vague booking about it. Vague what? Vague booking. What's vague booking? Posting posting a status on Facebook. It's like I can't handle these people oh anymore. Oh my
0: god. Like subtweeting, but vague <laughs> booking. <laughs> Well, are you ready for this third one? This yeah, third let's one do it. made me cringe. Two and a half months ago at an after work happy hour, this is by askmanager.org, by the way, my favorite. I love this one. A bunch of us were discussing movies when the conversation turned to when Harry met Sally and from there to the scene when Meg Ryan simulates an orgasm. Some female employees, including multiple managers and people from several departments, then decided at happy hour to have a contest to see who could fake an orgasm the best. Good lord. Oh, it builds. I did not participate, but it was at happy hour, so whatever. But now, it's a regular event called Fake It Friday, and just to make it worse, what? I work in customer support, and the noises are loud enough that I worry customers can hear them on the other side of the phone. Our headsets are sensitive. I know customers can often hear the sounds of people talking, but they never clearly enough to know what they're saying, but I've asked my manager to keep the noise Wait, they down. just
1: straight up do this
0: in the office? Yeah, they have every Friday, Fake It Friday, and they all give their best, and I guess they nominate a winner or something? Cool Apparently, what they do is Kate, the man, the manager, doesn't want it to stop because it Kate, helps the, the staff blow off steam. Um, and it's, she's like, "I'm not. I'm worried about our HR. This is like an HR nightmare." Well, she says, I'm "Worried about HR because it's generally not effective." And quote, "We're all family." Um, I just don't know what to do. And Alice is like, "What the f and f? Is
1: this a wrong time <laughs> to throw in the uh, the saying, fake it till you make it'? Uh, <laughs> wrong time." <laughs> <But funny.
0: laughs> So Allison, and I, you know, this is where, to me, it's like this is at work, and like, here's the thing. You're in customer support. You can't have that in the line. There's some even th- even if you want to be like, well, like
1: we're we're just buddies at work doing it. It just feels just, and there's some. Let's be honest. We've been in the the entertainment industry for a number of years mm-hmm. in some sort of fashion. We've seen some weird stuff. Yeah. And I don't think even in that we've ever seen anything quite like this. See, I think it'd be different to fake a sound here and there, but to have an actual
0: competition with winners, (laughs) like there's a circuit competition. Like if it
1: was a one-off at a happy hour and everyone was kind of drinking, it's like, whatever, you can just kind of forget and don't talk about it again. Yeah, exactly. And then...
0: The competition part is insane. The fact that managers are aware and they're like, well, it helps blow off steam. It's like... Wow, that's the part. Where' what if they like, just oh. start banging? Like it's like. Eh. Well, and Allison says, "Listen, this is not. It's not normal. It's not appropriate. You're creating a highly sexualized environment that's not welcomed by everybody. It's definitely making some people uncomfortable. It's ludicrous to think that no one has addressed this. It's amazing that this didn't get old after like week two. Which is not a point I agree. Like, is it that funny that every Friday they're faking orgasm right. sounds? I mean, how different? Like, how funny is that going to be? Come on, I just feel stupid. And she says it's also a legal problem. So she's like, there's a few factors. You could, you know, kind of address the group. Hey, my customer going to hear this while I'm on the phone with them. We, You need to stop. Yeah, down, chill out. Talk to your manager again, um, which I just don't know if that's going to work. She says, you know what? Go to HR. I know it sounds crazy, but, you know, this is definitely a valid formal complaint. It sucks that you have to go to that point, but I think you're well within your right to. Um and, you know, maybe you need to tell HR, like, hey, listen, this is a problem legally. Right. Like, because this goes against sexual harassment in the workplace, for sure. So, I mean, I have to admit, the best advice on this whole thing is, well, the funniest, I should say, is she's right. How is this still funny for them?
1: <laughs> that is, that is.
0: There's a weekly competition.
1: Yeah. And what if you win every week? Do you, like. What do you get? I mean, eventually that person is just like, all right. I
0: mean. I mean. If this happened at work, how would you react? I think at first I'd be like, okay, funny, whatever. But then like, I agree. After week two, it's like
1: No, if stupid. it was, like I said, if it was a one-off thing that happened, it's yeah. like, well, it was weird. And then it just kind of never happens again. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, uh,
0: it's just, dude, the repetitiveness when you're like of it. it's like, hi, welcome to blah, blah, blah. In the background, it's like,
1: ah, and it's like, come on, dude. I uh, saw a person online who worked on a customer, this is kind of unrelated. The only yeah. thing is the customer service thing, but they worked at, uh. At a call center,, mm-hmm. and what she would do is she would uh fake accents on each different calls just to just to change things yeah, up. That's different. Her managers found out and did not appreciate that, like oh. all of a sudden she'd have like an Indian accent and she'd have an Asian oh, accent see that's different like it's. <laughs> I, you know, when I was
0: serving, I used to kind of do different personas, too. Like, it's kind would of... Would
1: you, like, have, like, would you ever create characters be like, this table's going to have this character? Or this you know, one? kind of.
0: I mean, you know, when you I was serving, you know, you could just tell, like, some people just wanted the food. Some people wanted the interactment. So you'd play it to your ear. I wouldn't, I didn't really create characters in the sense of, like, oh, Hody, or, you know, Did whatever.
1: you ever serve a table as Butch Matt? Oh, yeah.
0: You <laughs> play it up for certain crowds. Absolutely. I mean, and that's, that's called uh, masking. That's a masking theory. You put on mm. the mask that people want from you. Mm. For sure. And sociology, fun fact.
1: I actually remember that. I took oh. all those classes.
0: Anyway, well, it's been a longer edition, 35 minutes. That was oh. fun, though. It was a good one. We had one. a good time. We went off the wall a little bit. Got to but...
1: take a personality test now.
0: Yes, next week we're going to be talking Myers-Briggs. We'll dive into that. You know what, we should also do next week, too? What's we haven't done this. Retroactive astrology.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah, let's, yes.
0: let's line that up. Okay. So we'll see you next time. I'm Matt Rebar. And I'm Paul Louts.
1: Peace out. Later.